Hi, welcome to the Let's Talk Forex podcast. We have a very good one lined up for this episode, and it's all about how to trade with a full-time job, something we know many traders battle with. Remember to get hold of us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and please send any questions through to podcast at fxscouts.com. Enjoy. Hey, Alison. Hey, how are you doing, Chris? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well. Very well. Good. Glad to hear it. So <laughs> this week, as promised, I think we're going to talk about something that's going to be very interesting to a lot of our listeners. Um, yes. We're talking about how to trade with a with a full-time job, which I think a lot of, um, that's how a lot of beginners start out. Um, and, you know, it's one of the most common questions that we receive. And, you know, it's something that we've both battled with. Mm. Um, you know, it's how do you, how do you combine forex trading, especially when you're starting out and you're just trying to learn everything. You're trying not to lose too much money. And how do you combine that with a full-time job? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember in the beginning, the time investment to learn to trade, it was massive for me. I spent yeah. so many hours learning to trade, like before work, during, um, after work. And the most difficult part for me was when I opened a demo account, because now I had like all these strategies I'd learned and all these things I wanted to try, but I couldn't find the setups based on the timeframes I was trading. So I was trying to trade the one and five minute timeframes. Um, and, mm. and the reason was I thought that because I had so little time, it would be better to trade on smaller timeframes, um, you know, sort of before work or after work. Um, but what I found is that I just ended up over trading. Uh, I, I was trying to recover losses all the time, Basically, making all the classic mistakes that you do when you yep, everybody does it. Yeah, and 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 you think to yourself, but I know these rules. I know what I must and mustn't do. But because you actually don't, you know, basically because you you sort of choosing the wrong timeframes is 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 one of the biggest mistakes. Um, you just start to think like it's impossible to trade if I have a job. Um, and because you lose money, it, it makes you realize even more that you cannot give up your job and start trading because you're definitely not going to make money. Um, so it's a very difficult balance, I think, that most people most people find when they start trading. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, when I first started trading, um, you know, I was a young, young idiot kid, you know, and I was treating it like gambling. I remember, like, um, I was trading on, on Brent Crude, uh, CFD. And, and because I had a good understanding of economics, I was really arrogant. You know, I thought I could predict the market and I ended up losing 200 pounds, which is a lot of money for me back then. I ended mm. up losing it very quickly. Indeed. Um, it was a real slap in the face. I very quickly learned to use stop loss. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my greatest discovery was, uh, was the trailing stop loss. I couldn't believe when I discovered the trading stop loss. I was like, oh, yeah, this is magnificent. What an amazing <laughs> tool it was. Um, but, yeah, look, panicking when when you've got a losing trade, especially when you're doing these short time frames you're discussing mm. there, uh, coupled with having the stress of a day job, you know, that's really not fun, especially when you don't have a solid understanding of your own trading psychology yet yeah. or you don't have a fully developed trading plan. You know, and this was when I started trading. This was back in the days before smartphones. Showing my age here. Um, uh, well, they had Blackberries, but I mean that wasn't really a smartphone. So there was no mobile trading. So um, what was really important, I realized then, was to set alerts and indicators for yourself because 
you know, with uh, with a day job, you know, um, you're not always going to be looking at the trading screen. Mm. You're not going to always be looking at the charts. So you need to you need to have these alerts and indicators set up. You need to have a stop loss in place, and you need to have a trading plan that works with your um, works with your day job. Absolutely, and that's what I realized. So, um, you know, based on our experience and based on, you know, we did a bit of research to see how other people have done. It's, it's been quite an interesting uh, podcast yeah. to put together, I found. Um, but, you know, just to give you some, some tips, there are some factors that you have to take into account when you, when you are trying to figure out how to fit trading into your day. And firstly, you've you got to work out which trading sessions um, are open when you're at work. So for us in South Africa, we, we're pretty fortunate that, you know, during the the London and the New York trading session, they're sort of open during our work hours, but the New York thing then carries on later. So there is some time to trade sort of after work, um, and, mm-hmm. and there's still some nice volatility in the market then. Um, but then you've also got to look at, do you get uh, breaks in your in your work day? I mean, is it possible to then look at the charts and do you have time to trade before or after work? And once you figured this out, um, and you really sort of you, you've got to get quite um, mathematical about it, or you know, um, sort of strategic. Once once you figured out how much time you have to trade, and when you can trade, then you'll get a good idea of assets you can trade and which trading style you can then start to use. Yeah. So as you mentioned, that you touched on there, the, the markets you know they're open at different times during the day. The forex market is open 24 hours a day, Monday to Friday, right? Um, this means you can trade the forex market. Technically, you can trade it whenever you want, but you want good volatility in the market. So the New York and the London trading sessions are the most active, and that crossover between the two um, is is the best time to trade, I find, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're in the same time zone, similar time zone to you in South Africa or to me here yeah. in Europe. And this way, you're going to see the most liquidity as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll put a link in the show notes. We've got a we've got a helpful tutorial on the site um, for forex trading hours. But yeah, so this is really the time if you can afford to do it. This is really the time you want to you want to trade. And then we, if you if you want to look at cryptocurrencies, um, they're offered on a twenty four seven basis, which means that you can mm-hmm. trade them at any time of the day, including over the weekend, which is kind of why they're so popular. Um, so if your goal is to trade part-time, then, you know, cryptos may present a, a good solution. But uh, as we always talk about, they are very volatile assets. And unlike fiat currencies, they don't have the same fundamentals behind them. So they're very much based on market sentiment. Um, so mm-hmm. that's why we always, you know, warn traders to really take or exercise extreme caution when trading on on cryptos. Yeah. And and there's also, I mean, you can trade stocks and ETFs as well as yeah. CFDs. Uh, but this, you're going to have the least amount of time to trade. You know, the market in the United States opens at 9 and then closes around 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, U.S. Eastern time. So it's a really short time window. And this is going to be the same period when a lot of people are at work. Uh, so, and that obviously depending on your location. So until you're in a position to trade full-time, stock CFDs, ETFs, um, you know they're they're interesting. Uh, there are a lot more fundamentals behind them, um, yeah. but they're but they're tricky to they're tricky to match with a full time mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and then after that, you're going to have to look at the amount of time you have to trade in the day. So, how many times a day will you be able to check your charts? If you have a very uh, busy job, you may only be able to look at them sort of once or twice a day, as I mentioned earlier. And if this is the case. 
then you may want to ditch looking at the one or five minute trading charts because you'll make so few pips in each trade. And for um, traders that do trade these very short timeframes, you're going to be using a lot of leverage. So it can be very dangerous to let these trades run without monitoring them very closely. And if, if you can't look at where you're going to be setting your stops and takes profits, you'll probably get stopped out all the time as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the, the one in five minutes are they're notoriously tricky for, for people who can't trade full time and can't dedicate one or two hours at a time to looking at these charts. Yeah, you need to be you need to be a scalper. You need to be a full time trader if you're going to trade these one in five minute. Yeah, and as you said, like I mean, and then the stress as well of having highly leveraged trades open, uh, which you can't monitor when you've got a, when you're also dealing with the stress of a full time job. Yeah, I true. mean that just sounds yeah that just sounds really unfun to me. Yeah, um, yeah, and I mean it's going to really affect your trading psychology. Um, Absolutely, you're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, you're going to lose, and and then you can end up in a position where you're trying to recover losses, and right. yeah, no, you can end up in a downward spiral. So, good, yeah, I wouldn't recommend yeah the one in five minute charts uh, when you've got a full time job. Um, but so many traders, you know, based on that, you know, they find that swing trading or, or position trading is what works. And so, swing trading involves identifying uh, longer term trends and allocating a specific amount of capital to take advantage of these longer term trends. It's quite different from day traders because, you know, a swing trader is happy to hold on to a position for several days at a time. Uh, whereas if you're a day trader or a scalper, you're going to be closing uh, your positions either at the end of the day or you're going to be closing multiple positions a day. So the goal of swing trading is to, is to capture a trend's long-term momentum while avoiding all the minute-by-minute -minute noise and, and volatility. Yeah, exactly. And they use technical analysis to identify trading opportunities. They use trend lines, maybe averages, um, various chart pa patterns, support and resistance, of course. And once a trading opportunity is identified, you you basically put in a stop loss um, to manage your risk. And of course, you put in, put in a take profit. Um, and if you've done your analysis well enough and you've looked at the fundamentals, of course, you know, you'll be quite surprised how fast the time goes and suddenly suddenly you realize you're making a lot more profit than, than you thought you would. Um, and also there's not that pressure to keep on looking. You know, you sort yeah. of, you, once you've done your analysis, you've got your trading plan, you put in your, your stops, your take profits, you've, you've worked out how much capital you're going to risk on that trade. Um, it's, it's quite a nice way to trade. It's quite, uh, it, it just takes that stress out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In my opinion, it's it's the best style of trading to balance with your work life. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to stare at the charts all day. You can enter your trades in the morning. You can manage your positions in the day, like on your phone if you need to. You don't have to be glued to your screen. Um, and you can just continue your life. And you don't have to worry about missing out. And you don't have to worry, as you said, if you've got your stop losses and take profits in the in the right place, uh, you don't have to you don't have to worry about uh, losing too much money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and another simple strategy to use uh, is to create pending orders, um, and and it's quite a simple, it's quite a simple strategy. So they aren't implemented immediately, of course. Uh, um, the word pending would would give you that idea. <laughs> so if a stock is trading at, for example, twenty dollars, then you can place a buy stop at twenty three dollars and a sell stop at eighteen dollars. And in this case, if the stock rises to $23, a buy order will be initiated. But if it drops to $18, a short order or a sell order will be initiated. So pending orders also, they're very useful. Um, very yeah, useful really good order. for catching trends. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, really good. And, and in line with that as well, I mean, talking about these pending orders, I mean, another important thing is, is automated 
uh, trading systems. So using bots as well. I know this is very popular. I don't I don't use them so much, but I know um, a lot of traders with full time jobs do use them, and they'll trade on your behalf and on on a based on a predefined set of rules or parameters that either you create or that are built into your bot if you purchase one uh, online. Um, and this includes stop orders, take profits. It'll follow technical analysis rules. And the great thing about automated trading, what I, you know, which is I think attracts a lot of people to, towards it, is that it removes any emotion uh, from the trading process. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about trading psychology um, in this in this process. I mean, you have to worry about trusting your bot, <laughs> but as long as you as long as you trust your your trading bot, um, then uh, then I, then it can really take a lot of the stress out of trading Absolutely. with a day job. Absolutely, and you, you'll be sure to stick to your rules by <laughs> yep. letting the robot do it. <laughs> yep. um, and another reason it's possible to day trade part time is that many brokers have introduced, as you you said, you didn't have when you when yeah. you started trading, is mobile trading. So um, there's some brilliant trading apps, and they usually have most of the features that you need to trade. Um, but what they sometimes, what what I notice is that there's uh, limited functionality uh, on on yeah. the mobile compared to the the desktop versions of the trading platforms. Um, so you'll want to do your analysis on your home, you know, on your desktop, um, and then just use the mobile tr- application to to track performance. Um, and then, of course, if your trades aren't going well, you can close them if you see if you see that you've uh, maybe speculated. Um, you know, if it's slightly off or, or you think you could open a better position in a, in a different uh, way. But but again, always do the analysis on your, on your desktop because it is, it's very difficult to see the charts on such a small screen as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and don't be tempted to trade, over-trade on your mobile phone either. No. Um, I know there's a real temptation with that. Um, and, and also another thing with mobile phones, you've got to be aware you need a good connection, right? Mobile mm-hmm. connections sometimes aren't great in a lot, a lot of parts of the world. Mm. And um, you're gonna, you might get a lot of lag, or you might get shut down. So don't rely on your mobile phone, as you say. Like, make sure you've set everything up properly on your um, on your desktop before you head out for the day. Um, and lastly, and most importantly, uh, and something which I failed to do the first time I started trading, is you need to develop a trading plan, mm. uh, and especially one that's going to fit your schedule and your lifestyle. So you want to. Identify the times when you can monitor the market. You want to identify the times you can execute trades. You want to focus on the quality trades that have a high probability of success. And you want to include, you know, in your trading plan, make sure that there's um, no space for you to overtrade either. Uh, this will lead to unnecessary losses. Absolutely, it will lead to it. And um, as part of your trading plan, as we've mentioned, use stop losses, uh, use take profits, manage your risk, uh, protect, protect your capital. Exactly. Well, so I think yeah. that about covers it. Um, but yeah, I mean, balancing full-time work and, and trading requires a lot of discipline, a lot of dedication, and of course, um, you know, a, a solid trading plan. Um, but I, I think, you know, if, if traders that are, are battling sort of follow these these general trips, uh, tips, <laughs> then I, I think, uh, yeah, I think you can achieve success in, in trading. Mm-hmm while balancing full-time work. Um, and it is possible. And of course, you know, in the beginning, it's difficult because you're still learning and you're still figuring out and you're still getting used to the market movements. But later on, once you've fine-tuned all these, um, you know, various aspects of, of trading while working, I, th- I, th- I think you can be successful. And of course, mm-hmm. um, um, a, lot of, a lot of people trade because they want to become full-time traders. But of course, you know, uh, if you want to um, 
open an account, you need some money to do that. So you, you most traders will have to start with uh, with trading while they're working. Absolutely, and I always I always come back to this thing that you know Chris Weston said at Pepstone when we interviewed him uh, earlier this year. You know, in your first year of trading, uh, when you've got a, especially important when you've got a full time job, you know, don't worry too much about making large profits. Just keep your head above water. Make sure you understand the market. Stay alive. Yeah. You know, protect your capital and understand and find find yourself a system that works and you will achieve success yeah um as long as you stay in the game and then you exercise caution yeah exactly cool. cool all right well that was good hopefully that's um going to be useful and, and interesting for a lot of you guys out there um what are we what are we talking about next week allison we don't know what we're talking about next week what are we talking about next week we're talking about uh i think we're talking about mean reversion yes next we week. are we are talking um, yeah, reversion. so back into back into technical analysis again. <laughs> um, cool. Look forward to it. Have uh, have a great week ahead, Alison. Thanks, Chris. You too. All right. Bye. Cheers. 